I'm Mario Munoz, reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. If you listen to the national media, you'll probably hear that uh, we've got a crisis here in the Rio Grande Valley. Well, this is what McAllen Mayor Jim Darling has to say about that. It's not a crisis in our city. Mayor Darling told Steve Taylor that we're following federal guidelines and we're making sure that it's safe for the rest of the state. I don't have any political ambitions to do it or anything else, but we got to tell our story because it's not being told. You know, when you hear uh, $800 million of DPS, Corona, the virus is being spread by asylum seekers. All that news is not happening here. I mean, we, this is our third time we've done it. We're very involved, right? I mean, we, we are the epicenter for two of them, probably the third one. That when they show the Anzaduas Bridge, it says McAllen, Texas on it. And, uh, but we know how to handle it. And so what, what we're doing is making sure that we're part of that federal process. We're making sure it runs smoothly. We're making sure it's safe for the rest of the state. I, you know, we don't get any credit for that. Uh, in 2014, if we didn't take care of some of those babies and those kids, I'm talking, we, I'm talking about Catholic Charity and the city and the volunteers, they would have been, maybe even made that trip up to San Antonio or Austin. We didn't get any credit for it then. We're not getting credit for, you know, handling the COVID virus like we're doing now, the testing and, and all those. I don't think we need the credit. But we sure don't need the negative side of it. So my, my message is we'll, we'll handle whatever that's thrown at us. And we know we can do it. And we've done it. And we're doing it now. It's not a crisis in our city. It's crisis for the Border Patrol and, the, and the, what's happening to them and trying to do their jobs. It's a crisis in Washington, D.C. because this is our third round and no progress made at all. But we're, we're taking care of it here. And, and that's what I, I want to say because... Uh, you know, we recruit business. I've had people call me, hey, what's happening down there again? Is it safe? You know, my, my golly, um, look around. It's safe. It's, it's, it's a wonderful place, and it's too bad we're in the middle of all this You made the point today that you would like to get re, be compensated for this, but if the federal government works through FEMA, you may not get that. Right, so help. we're working on another way of trying to get direct payment. You know, the federal government just can't give you money. It's got to be through in some state. bucket, you know primarily through the state you know when they did the cares money went through the state and the counties and all that so they're not used to they give grants to cities but it's got to be in a program that's approved by congress so there's no program for what we're doing right so fema makes the most logical sense for them and that goes through the state and i think the governor has already said he's not going to um, do it because he doesn't want to encourage and he doesn't want to encourage the kind of illegal immigration that's what, you, that's what you said. Have you reached out to the so, state, uh, to the governor's office, saying, "Look, we need this funding." Well, we we, uh, we asked the federal government to do it because we want to let sure that we had the federal funds and the federal government was offering it to us. And so we we asked the federal government, "Do you work for the governor's office?" And they said, "Certainly would." And so, um, you any know, idea how much it's cost so far for you? You know, it's uh, every day we're spending money. Uh, Catholic charities too. They said that f money would flow to Catholic charities the same way it's flowing in the city. They have more expenses than we do. They have a lot of volunteers, but they have more direct. They're building. We have the tent. They have a building. Uh, literally, whatever Sister Norma needs that she doesn't have, uh, we're trying to do. The other day they had a bat, and the so we called the police department. Our animal control got rid of that. Um, when we found out that they were not testing, we put up the tents and we we did everything for the testing facility. 
because we couldn't have it inside. We couldn't have it in the bus station because then you'd have contaminated people. We provide all the transportation, for instance. So it all depends how many people will come. If, if it's 400, we spend X amount. If it's 100, we spend Y amount. And so we're just keeping track of it. Eventually. And you made the point again today that you're also not pleased that the federal government can allow people in yes. undocumented, uh, you know, seeking asylum, but undocumented, and yet the visa holders for one year now have been denied entry. That, that, that makes zero. And they can fly in. People zero cents. Yeah, zero cents. People can fly in. That's okay. They can take a boat across the river or a raft across the river. That's okay. But they can't cross the bridges, which they've done for years. And, and, and then the essential services, you know, we talked to, to the Maquiladora people. You know, some aren't classified. And, and, you know, it's kind of an arbitrary classification of essential services. And that is just astounding to me. But it hurts our economy. It hurts our business people. It hurts our friends and neighbors. You know, and there's no reason for it. Uh, we, we asked the county to track COVID cases on the essential travelers. There was no significant, it was like nothing, literally nothing. Uh, we're at, we're at what, 12% or whatever. They were like zero. And so there's no documentation of any COVID coming across from Mexican essential travelers. And there's thousands of those a day. But there's, there's many more that aren't coming. Even the asylum seekers, we've been keeping track. It's about a 2 to 3% positive rate. That's less than the state average, but that's okay. I mean, that's, that's a different story. But the whole point is, where is the health basis for saying only essential travel uh, can come over here? And that brings us back to today, because if you'd have had this um, in place a year ago, you'd have had potentially shoppers from Monterey being able to fly in yeah. with, with visas, but un, unhindered. Yeah. And instead, they've been going to places like Houston and Dallas. Sure, because they can fly in. You've lost out yeah. as a and community. And what sense does that make? So, yeah, you know what? You know, I know, understand President Biden is dealing with new people and all those kind of things. But, you know, we, we urge him, come on, take a look at that. There's no rational basis for it. You're changing a lot of other things. Just change this one. Stay informed about border issues with the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. I'm Mario Munoz reporting.